Chapter 1 After years of practice, Nolan still found lying difficult. It wasn't easy to hide a power that came as naturally as breathing. He had to continue, even if each flawless stroke of his quill exposed him for a fraud. As impossible as it seemed, he had to keep hiding to survive. The candlelight danced across the half-finished parchment. A pile of identical rolled scrolls lay neatly stacked near his feet. It had been a long night, one that wasn't ending any time soon. He covered a yawn and looked over his work. His shoulders sagged. Crows. It wasn't supposed to be a masterpiece. Dipping his quill into the jar of murky ink, he forced down his shea of accuracy. With a flick of his wrist, Nolan dislodged exactly two drops, splattering them across the parchment. Not enough to destroy it, but enough to add the imperfection it so desperately needed. Footsteps and voices echoed outside the door. He listened, making out Duke Ragnall's low rumble. If the Duke bothered to visit this late, he'd have some important task he'd want Nolan to do. He stabbed his quill into the inkwell and wiped his hands on a stained rag. His long night just got longer. He opened the door just as Ragnall poised his hand to knock. The Duke's bushy brows rose briefly. Then his pompous expression slid back into place. Nolan, he said, there's an incident that requires your service. He glared at the grinning and puffed-up captain who stood off to his side. Of course, my lord. Nolan bowed and grabbed his work bag. What's the situation? Captain Finnis claims to have captured the traitor of Feilin. Nolan blinked. He was tired. Probably didn't hear correctly. Did you say the traitor of Feilin? That I did, Captain Finnis said. Having a drink at Aunt Bonte's he was. The nerve of him, strolling into Alden like he hadn't a care or trouble in the world. He gave Nolan a yellow-toothed grin. Wasn't the captain supposed to be on patrol, instead of having drinks in a pub? From the Duke's pursed lips and scowl, Nolan guessed the Duke had noticed, too. Nolan had seen pretty much everything since coming to the manor two years ago, especially in the last year, when taking over the duties of Master Irvin, the previous scribe. It was absurd how much needed to be recorded. Every ridiculous party, every drawn-out tournament, and even the questioning of pickpockets and idiots who'd stirred trouble because it had won too many. Nolan suspected Captain Finnis had downed his fair share of drink by the looks of him. Red, bulging eyes, stupid grin, but more so because of the absurd claim he made. How could a drunken slob have captured such a powerful and notorious traitor? They proceeded through the gold corridor and entered the orange-painted halls. Continuing through the blue halls, then the red, they finally reached the section of the manor where bright colors became bare stone. The prison wing. The gray, colorless walls signifying a wordless insult to those kept behind their doors. As they neared the west tower, raucous laughter boomed from the hall. They turned the corner to see guards sporting the colors of all the districts in Alton, camped in front of the entrance. Duke Ragnall stopped. For the love of Brim, Captain, what in the darkness is going on here? The boys wanted to have a bit of fun. Didn't want to miss out on- Unless they want to miss out on every free moment they have from now until they're ninety, they'd best get back to their posts. The captain's smile vanished. He barked orders to his men, and the hall cleared, except for two standing at attention on either side of the door. Their chests were raised. Right arms hugged iron-tipped spears as they attempted to look important.
Skirting past the guards, they climbed the staircase and spiraled by cobwebs clinging to more gray walls. At the top, the captain unlocked the large oak door and shouldered it open. The smell of old filth and mold poured through. Captain Finnis thrust his lantern into the darkness, nodded, and led them inside. Light flickered across a man standing at the far side of the cell. He wore brown breeches and worn leather boots, and a neatly trimmed beard covered his chin. He looked common enough, apart from the blood-stained rip in the shoulder of his tunic. The man didn't acknowledge their entrance or glance in their direction. He just stared at the small window to the streets below. Calm, not pleading. He was different than normal men who'd been thrown into Alton's tower. Duke Ragnall cleared his throat. You have been identified as Emre Cadogan, former general of the Shea Roldan army. What say you to this accusation?